This is JT Scarpelli on Big Country 100.9. We have the Quality Car and Truck Coach's Corner uh, coming to you with head coach Mike Seltzer. Coach, a rough one, 42-22 to yep. against the Shepherd Blue Jays at home to open up. Very unusual circumstance, though, with some of the weather, delaying the yep. game, having to be replayed uh, or start back up the next day on Friday at 10 a.m. But uh, what was kind of the tale of the tape? I think it was a tale of two halves, you know, um, especially quarters. I thought we, we played a great first quarter. Um, you know, we opened up with an opening drive uh, to score. Sam Alley took a long run, and then we punched it in. Um, we forced two three and outs, and then on our second possession, we drove and got down to the 11-yard line with 7.30 left um, in the first quarter. And then the delay comes, and we wait and wait, and then about 9.40, we finally – call the game for for the night and meet back up on Saturday and you know we start and we punch that in to go up uh, 12 nothing and uh, you know it's a good start for us but I think sometimes with those starts you you kind of get a little overconfident and let your guard down and I think that's one of the things that we might have done and then you know kind of mentally weren't ready for a dogfight that ensued after that. You had a lot of positives coming out of this game, though, as we are talking about before we came on air here. Uh, Maurice, we were calling him on air Maurice the Beast because <laughs> gotcha. uh, he, he just was an animal. Uh, he had 23 carries for 70 yards. All 70 of those were well-earned yeah, there yards. Were no, no easy yards for him, you know, and I we don't have that stat of, you know, yards after contact, but almost all 70, you know, I would say 70 of those 76 were yards after contact. Yep. He was being met at the line and he just kept his feet running. You know, one of the things he was doing early um, was he was cutting backside and that would get him, you know, an extra three or four yards. But you saw a little bit later, his bigger runs came when he was, when he was bouncing the ball to the play side where the blocks were. And um, he did a, a good job with that. You know, we solidified our blocking for him up front, um, but just didn't do a great job of getting to the second level blockers. That was actually something that Jake commented on a little bit that is important with the veer, staying with those blocks. Yes. Yep. Um, as, uh, into the secondary. Yep. You had Sam Alley as well. Sam, uh, quarterback, finished with 132 net yards on 20 attempts. Both those guys, the biggest takeaway that we had was they never, they may have lost yards at certain points, yep. but they never lost yards after contact. Right. They are always falling forward. Yep. Pretty exciting players to watch. They are. They're exciting, you know. And um, if you you watch them, you you wonder, you know, I don't know which one's going to be carrying the ball on most of those plays. Those are all Sam's decisions. And and you know, when we go back and grade the film, um, you know, we see that most of those decisions are the correct ones. And and he did a nice job with that, you know. Part of that, though, is the mesh. You know, we had a couple of fumbles. You know, I think we lost the turnover battle four to four to zero, and that's you know that's a big tail in the game too. Is we fumbled it three times and threw an interception, and and uh, they didn't. I think they fumbled once, but they got back on it, um, and it was he might have been down when he did. And so you know you can't turn the ball over four times and expect to win and give up a onside. You know that's five extra possessions that they get to our zero. Um, but I, I thought Zach Roach did a nice job running the edge too. Mm -hmm. You know, early they they uh, left the edge open, and Zach made a couple people miss and, and took one in for a score. And Grant Kidder did well. But uh, you know, we gotta we gotta push both outside and inside. Our inside run game looked pretty solid. Yes, yes, very impressive. Um, going over to the defensive side too, we split our uh, our. Um, defensive player of the game between Woodard and Bowman. Yeah. Uh, Bowman, you brought him early on in particular with a lot of pressure. Yep. And he capitalized. Yeah, but he did. 
Woodard and uh, and Green Bay up front were putting some pressure on the quarterback for yeah. Shepard. Um, and it, I mean, all all in all, those we had to kind of split it, but we decided right. to choose Woodard and Bowman. Yeah, I think uh, you know uh, Woodard uh, for a first year kid for us for playing has done a, a fantastic job. You know, he also got uh, uh, that first carry of the uh, of day two and put it down for about four yards, and he got he converted on that. Th- fourth and one inside our 20 we went with our heavy package and so he's our kind of ground uh pound and fullback as well but did a nice job at the nose demanding double teams using his technique and and bowman was solid off the edge you know a couple times they ran option towards him and he was able to force a pitch and then still get out to the pitch and make the tackle and he had a couple of good sacks early in the game too Week one in the books, looking forward to uh, the home opener against the Tri-County Vikings back at Top Taggart next Friday. Um, We had talked previously on Cardinal Country about how uh, Tri-County can be a little bit of a dynamic offense. They can shift it. They can spread it out or they can just run it. Uh, So what are you kind of expecting? We're expecting a lot of spread. Um, You know, they won 35-0 against Lakeview and beat Lakeview for the first time in four years last last weekend. I think they had a delayed game also. And uh, they can can throw the ball well. They got some uh, pretty pretty solid receivers. And their quarterback is probably the best one I've seen in our league. You know, and this is just off of one game, but he looked – he looked incredible. He, he's got to be 6'3". Oh, wow. Um, and he can run. He plays corner for him, and he throws the ball on dimes. Um, like I said, he's the best quarterback I've seen in our league in a long time. Wow. And so we're going to have our work cut out for us to, to slow him down as well as their receivers. Their receivers are – are everybody as good as Shepard's receivers? So we're gonna have we're gonna have some work to do. Yeah, and we saw some rather incredible catches yep. out of the yeah. the receiving core for the Blue Jays. Um, offensively, looking forward to kind of keeping the ball on the ground, pounding away with Maurice, yep. um, and then allowing Sam, who, as you mentioned, I I think everyone could agree, made a lot of really good calls. Yep. Running on those options, yeah. uh, running that offense. Um, are you? What are you expecting out of some of those guys, including Zach Roach? You know, we're gonna we're gonna have to be able to throw the ball a little bit more effective. I think we were uh, what were we seven for fourteen? I think we were fifty mm-hmm. percent throwing um, a lot of those short. But we're gonna have to stretch the field a little bit. You know, one of the one of the big missed opportunities. Um, I, I'd say we rushed a seam pass early to McKenna, and it was just a little bit ahead of him, mm-hmm. but there was no in between him and the goal line had he caught it and you know so we'll, we'll have to work on those things and and there's some things we're going to have to do up front to help solidify our pass game um, so that's one of our our focuses for this week all right any final thoughts on uh, week two? No, just excited to to see what our young team can do and and you know it's a it's a work in progress but we're we're continuing to get better Sounds good, Coach. Thanks for joining. All right. Thanks for having me. This is the uh, Quality Car and Truck Repair Coach's Corner on Big Country 100.9. This is JT Scarpelli.